Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. As you drink that beer, it's the tell you, you got to hear that Can't Take My Eyes Off of You clip where it's going boom, boom, boom. And you hear the girl go, play Silly Love Song, play Silly Love oh, Shut up! <laughs> and the song starts. And I think it's Matt that yells it. Shut up! You just hear all right, all right, you ready? Yeah. yeah. We're going to roll. We're back. We're back. We're back. Welcome back to our podcast listeners. Yeah. It's right. time for episode two of the Vibecast, the Those. podcast celebrating the fun, the music, the fans, and the musicians from the 20-year history of the Philadelphia band Chico's Vibe. I'm John Parkinson, along with producer Matt Kelly, and we have with us again today, Matt. They've been referred to as Delco Royalty. <laughs> but today, today I'm going to call them the Mount Rushmore of Chico's Vibe. <laughs> Dennis Chikino, John Gephardt, and Ed Mount. And there's supposed yeah. to be four guys on Parky, Rushmore. There, there are, but that's, see, that could be another podcast episode oh, where who's the fourth? Okay. And our listeners, Rick Anthony, may suggest himself. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of possibilities. He's a very modest yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> How you guys doing? Uh, right. We've Good. had a busy band schedule since the last recording that yes. included a mostly fun Labor Day weekend. If you're ready for some podcasting that we have on tap today, we're, we're going to go in-depth on another song from our set list. We'll introduce a segment I'm calling Chico's Vibe, the next great Netflix or HBO series. It could be whoever decides to pick it up, um, where we'll talk about a memorable gig. And to start, since we're just on our second podcast, I'm, I'm going to do a quick round of music-related questions to maybe get a little insight into your preferences so pe- you know, so folks out there can it's hear. It's like a lightning be- round? Yes, it is a oh, lightning right. round. Uh-oh. And then... 
do a pop quiz about members of the band. Oh. So it, it'll it'll not just be us. It'll be, be about some other some of the other guys in the band. Maybe a little bit of in- introduction to them. So with that, before we jump in, I did want to thank uh, everyone for the positive feedback. Yeah, we've had on on the podcast. I I had intended to joke that we wanted to thank our tens of listeners, but we <laughs> <laughs> but dozens. Producer Matt informs us that it's hundreds. If you round appropriately, hundreds of listeners. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, So that's, you know, it's flattering. I I listened on four different computers. So is that, (laughs) does that mess with the numbers at all? Oh, okay. Right right, there. I downloaded it. I downloaded it like 10 times. I don't know. Is that, you know. went under 100. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cool, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's how we've decided that for our. Our listeners who have specific suggestions or ideas for the podcast in the future, set up an email address to contact the podcast. Keep listening for more details on that. Very good. So you guys ready? Yeah, of course. All right, let's jump into the round of questions. There's some simple questions related to music. I want you to try to go with the first response that comes to mind, your preferences. For the questions, I want each of you to answer. And to let our listeners know, you guys have not Seen these questions in advance of the podcast? No. Okay. Question one. It's a two-parter. Your first major concert that you went to and then your most memorable concert. Dennis. Gotcha. I'm glad you said major concert because the the first concert I ever saw, which this doesn't count as part of my answer. I just like to talk. Was Brenda Lee at the Steel Pier with my mom and dad? I'll count that. I'm not counting that. Brenda Lee's coming on strong. That's how the song goes. She's still going? No, that's. uh, Nobody does it like Brenda Lee. No, no. No. Rocking around the Christmas (laughs) tree. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a song, Radar Love. Brenda Lee's coming on strong. This is the lightning round. (laughs) So, my first major concert was Steppenwolf. Oh, my God. Villanova Fieldhouse. Get out of here. And it was, well, I was probably a freshman at Carroll. And we became friends with like the Garrett Hill guys, and they all knew like how to sneak into Villanova. <laughs> so those, <laughs> so we met a bunch of those Garrett Hill guys up there, and you know a concert probably cost a buck fifty or something, but we didn't have a cent in our pockets in those days, and we had to climb onto the annex, which is behind the field house. Is that still there, guy? Yeah. We're climbing up the annex. I forget how we climbed up, but, you know, like Spider-Man stuff. And then we went on top of that and then jumped onto the top of the roof that of the part that houses the pool. And we had to go through a skylight and somehow get down to the floor there. And I forget how the hell we got down that way either. But we get into the pool and that connects to the field house. Right. And just walked right in there we are at the like top level of the field house wow. and there i am watching john k and steppenwolf Excellent. do you remember any of the songs oh they played all the hits okay magic carpet ride born, uh, to, be wild, born right? to be wild hey lordy mama all their big hits is hey lordy mama a hit it's all right hey lordy mama it's okay. all right whatever they were good i, I loved Excellent. them yeah i i loved them uh, the first concert I paid for, however, was Chicago <laughs> at the Spectrum. <laughs> so 
But no, Steppenwolf. So what was the second part? Uh, Do you have a favorite concert? Yeah, most and, memorable. And think of, what's Jethro a- Tull, 1972. Are me, Fran Lynham, Emmett Fitzgerald. It's when he came out with his Thick as a Brick tour. And am I allowed to say on the air, like, we have a little bit high before? Yeah, you know? we can delete it if needed. Nah, you're not going to delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, McCartney calls them herbal jazz cigarettes. I don't know. <laughs> you, had a, you had an herbal jazz all, cigarette. All three of us, it was Fran Lynham, myself, and Emmett Fitzgerald. You know, we got smoked up before we went in. And <laughs> Jethro Tull, I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen him live. No. But he's sort of like a ballerina. He plays that flute. He's, he's, we had a mystical experience. Oh, wow. Almost like, you know, we were doing LSD or something, but we did. It wasn't that. It yeah, was just, yeah, yeah. You know, and we were just fixated on him the entire time. Ian Anderson was, yes, you yeah. know, to this day, I have never had an experience like really? that in a concert. Wow, and I've so seen, I mean, all my brothers, you know, I've seen all my favorites, oh my the dead and the who and all those, but. That That's, could be a whole podcast episode. <laughs> Dennis, tell us everyone you've seen. That, that was the cool. one, man. That was definitely the one. Okay, Geb. Wait, I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. only kidding. <laughs> the first concert I remember really going to, like a major concert, was Yes. Ooh. At the Spectrum. It was in 1980. <laughs> Five eighty-seven, oh, somewhere around Older there. Only I was just out of high school. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. Right, it was the nine o. What do they call it? Nine o two one o. Was that the, or was Something that the TV like show? That. That's the TV show. So it was nine o nine o one two five. Maybe was the name of the album. Yeah. Ray Heslip was there. I saw him in the beginning. Yes, the be- be- very beginning no. of the night. Well, yes. first of all, when I tried to get in, I went with a good friend of mine that I was in a band with. I talked about before chris lombardi was a fan the lombardi family in Bryn Mawr oh, yeah, that yeah. i went and you know we used to record and yeah, stuff they made the his older concert. brother eric me and eric went to the concert and eric brought a camera so he takes the lens and stuffs it in his sock because in the specter oh. you couldn't get in with a camera so he stuffed it in his sock and his pant leg yeah i take the body of the camera and like an idiot i stuff it down the front of my pants <laughs> So as I go through you. to get through, there's security, this big, you know, big security guard standing there and he, he's feeling uh, me and he taps and he goes, yeah, that ain't you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. So they, they, you know, all they did was they tagged, they put a tag on the oh, camera, okay. put it in a room and then we got in to see the concert. Well, I go in. And there's Ray Heslip behind me. Ray Heslip has been to 386 yes Yes. Shows. So he's sitting behind me. You know, I'm talking to him and everything. I could tell he's, you know, he's gone for a little bit there. But um, <laughs> so the concert starts. And I forget what song they started with. I can't even remember. I turn around. The whole crowd's up. I turn around and Ray Heslip is in his seat staring straight ahead, like completely out. Doesn't even know what's going on. And I'm like, turn and look at him like, what the? This concert just started, for God's That's sake. I love Hess. Right. I love him. <laughs> that was the very first concert that okay. I went to. And then my That's most, a great one. My most memorable one was I went to see Chicago at the Valley Forge Music Fair. Oh, what a great and It place. was in, in the round, right? And it I was in the round. Yeah. And it was just, it was awesome. What a That's great cool. place it was awesome. to see a show. Stage was spinning. And they ended with beginnings. And at the end, and they're all soloing, going crazy. Yeah. And all three horn players 
are walking up and down the steps. Of, oh, that's yeah. awesome. As, you know, Jimmy Pankow's over here, Walter Parazader's over there, yeah. Lee Lochnan's, you know, walking over there. Who it was pretty it first, cool. Arhorn section or Chicago? I think we did it first. <laughs> yes. Because for some reason, they went into silly love songs at the end. And I was <laughs> crazy. like, that's crazy. Why are they doing this yeah. song? Oh, my God. You know, no and I'm reason. going, oh, my God, they're over there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, were, that was my most memorable because it was really such a great awesome. concert. What year generally was that? Jeez. That had to be, it was in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. It had to be in the 90s. I'm going to say I was already in my early 50s. 90s. Ed Mount. My first what? concert was Van Halen. Really? Yeah. First? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, Is oh, it, wait, it was it Van Halen or Van Hagar? It was Which Van Hagar. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love, so, I love so, Van there's Hagar. so much sax. There's so yeah. much. Yeah. It's, so it's, much. It's, yeah. Well, what it was, it, it was like a cousin of mine had an extra ticket. She invited me to go, and I I knew Jump, and I, I knew all the, the, the hits. The hits, you know. And I just remember we're at the Spectrum, and... The first song started, and I saw a guy with a with a full leg cast fall down the flight of stairs. <laughs> that, that's nice. how it, that's how it began. It was it was it was just like a drum thing. It was like boom 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 boom, and I look and I just see this guy go. Oh, I'm like, Jeez. all right, okay. And I didn't understand that everybody stood the whole time. And I remember, oh. like, I think I was a bit of a pain in the ass at the concert. So I was like, Katie, when do we sit down? She's like, never. <laughs> <laughs> I want, but but I want to sit down, so I got to see uh, Eddie Van Halen do this, you know, this solo where he walked the whole length of the stage, and it was amazing. Yeah. But I also saw awesome. Billy Joel in concert. It was the Stormfront. Uh, yeah, so good album. He still had, uh, not not to slight him, but I mean, he still had his his voice. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's and they did like now, Big Man still, on Mulberry Street, oh, really? and yeah, so it was like they had. I think he, it was tore, named, he tore with the horn section. Yeah, Mark man. Rivera and yep. Doug Stegmaier was alive at that point. Oh, good, yeah, okay, so it was yeah. like all the guys from that Russian tour that he that he that. He oh did. yeah, okay. But I have to say, the one that really, like, I'm kind of cheating here. The third one is I saw John Williams at the Hollywood Bowl. And I was waiting for yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> and, and at the Hollywood Bowl, the Hollywood Bowl. Richard Dreyfus was the MC. Okay. And he came wow. out, and they and they were doing all the stuff from all the movies. Oh, and, and I remember at one point, they got they did Jaws, the theme to Jaws, oh. and and he and he turned around and Dreyfus said, "Were any of you guys on that recording?" And there were like eight or nine people. That's in, really in, awesome. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. And Harry wow. Connick came out and did a couple songs too. So it was like a mixed night of soundtracks and wow, cool. show tunes and everything. It was really cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah. All right, that, that first lightning round question went longer than I thought. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> All right, Dennis, number two. You ask our audience this question on gigs, so it seems fair that we should answer this. Who's cooler, Elvis or Tom Jones? Tom Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to say Tom Jones. I've been to Graceland. I have to say Elvis. All right. That's fair. That's yeah. good. All right. Number three. Get first, him out of here. <laughs> what? Like, the, like a remote. The first album you remember buying with your own money. I oh, remember. Man. Yeah. Mine was Ed Hurst at the Steel Pier. <laughs> the songs on it were like Land of a Thousand Dances, um, oh, whatever those like pop mid 60s songs were, but they were all. What's the name of that song? Yep, help me out. <laughs> I, I think that was the whiskey. I I'm, I kind of don't know on that one. Wait, sing it again. Sing it again. Uh, I'll, I'll put on Soundhound. See if my phone can figure it out. 
<laughs> Sweet Soul Music. Great songs. Anyway, well, that was the first out my boat, my own money at Mads Records in Ardmore, who's another one of our sponsors, by the way, folks. <laughs> 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 Kev, yeah, Kev. my I don't remember the name of the album, but it was a Beach Boys album. Okay, yeah. yeah well, they tended to do lots yeah. of those kind of compilations. Guaranteed, good, it wasn't good. Pet Sounds. No, no, that was later. Mine's not cool at all. It was Haunted House sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they perfect for you. First of all, how old were you? And, and what, <laughs> how old were you? And what was the decision process that you were? I was in Disney World. On Main Street, oh, okay. in, in, hey, in, a re- in the record store, and it was it had a really cool cover, you know. <laughs> and see, what would happen is my sister would buy albums, and then I would record them on tape. Yes, and she would get super pissed off. Mm. She'd be like, "Go buy your own!" And I'd be like, "Why? I, all I have to do is buy these sixty-minute Maxells, and then just record them off of you." You know. So was it an actual album, or it, it was like converted to hell, CD by no, then? No, it was an album. And it Excellent. would go. So imagine thirty minutes of that. Excellent. Thirty minutes of. I could. <laughs> I could just hear your dad going, "Ed, Ed, why don't you look over at this album here? It's the you know highlights of the you know Notre Dame uh, famous game recordings here." You know, no, Dad, I want the sound effects album. <laughs> and I think side two was isolated sound effects, so that drove people even more crazy because it would be like, it would be like, jingling chains. <laughs> And then it would, it would stop. And it would be like, you know, an owl. I Ooh. think I had this album, Ooh. to be honest with you. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I might have. Oh, it's not even on here. Favorite album cover. Oh, I have two of them. I have the Moody Blues. Every good boy deserves favor. You guys got to look it up online if you oh, want to wow. check it out. It's really cool. And also Santana Abraxas. They're my Ooh, two nice. favorite album covers. For me, Dancing Queen. The one, well, the one, <laughs> yeah, it was Alba. No, it was was Boston's. Oh, it was yeah, like that's cool. First Boston cool. album. Yeah, that first Boston. Boston album. Yes, I and then of course sure. I liked Exit Stage Left. I got into Rush. Yeah, ah. Exit Stage Left. That's yeah. a man. Oh, Rush yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. Once you get used to Getty's voice, yeah. they were the two most prominent I remember. Ed Mal. All right. All right. Uh, it was a Cars album. It had like a pinup girl. Candy O. Oh, yes. Maybe? It was just like, yeah, it was like partly art and partly yeah, a photo- I think that was photograph. Candy-O. Yeah, I would just stare at it. I'm going to throw in Whipped Cream and Other Delights. I just remember. Herb my- Albert? Yes. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my grandmother had that album, and I was just fascinated by it. <laughs> mm. First of all, I love Herb Albert. Yeah. We don't do enough Herb Albert. Uh, hopefully, Ed Jakubowski's <laughs> listening to this yes. podcast, because yeah. he's, he's a big... Uh, There's your whole dinner set right there. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Joel. 70s Joel or 80s Joel? 70s Joel. 70s Joel for me, yeah. It's tough, because I, I discovered him while it was happening in the 80s. So that's what I heard. And then I went backwards in his catalog. So I think... Just, just say 80s. I think, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's the, I think the 80s that's for fine, me. That's no. yeah. Hey, what's that movie where the, the band is just 80s, Joel? Isn't there a movie? Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah Step Brothers. Because <laughs> right. the guy's like, Piano Man! I, I, you didn't hear what yeah, I said. It's We're just 80s, strictly 80s, strictly Joel. Strictly 80s, Joel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, well, hey, let's start with Ed on this one. Favorite movie soundtrack? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Yeah, Superman. 
Okay. Superman, John Williams, 1978. Just listen to the first 20 minutes of it, and it's just amazing. I always like the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, that's cool. Those soundtracks. It's John Williams also. Yeah. 2001. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm surprised. That, like, you, yeah, none of you guys picked, scores. like, yeah, you almost scores. You didn't pick, like, I don't know, almost famous or, you know. Yeah. That's good. I like the Days of Confused soundtrack. Name a Billy Eilish song. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going first. <laughs> well, you can just. So you uh, Billy know. Eilish. Uh, I, I love <laughs> Billy Eilish's version of Whipping Post, the Allman Brothers song. Wait, does she do one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love my. I love White Wedding. <laughs> Bill, you said Billy Idol, right? Oh, <laughs> rock and roll forever. <laughs> I, I honestly, I have no idea. Uh, she just won some Grammys. Yeah, she's like huge, but yeah. you know. Yeah, good. It's, and so, this it's a lot of people. So Ed know. has to know. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a. T it's called Your Power. Dub that one in there, Matsusaur, because most of our listeners may not know it. Yeah. <laughs> now she sounds okay. like that that Perry Como skit where she sounds like she's singing in bed. Yeah, she does. Okay, let's get back to what we know: John Lennon or Paul McCartney? John Lennon. Paul McCartney. Paul. The correct answer is Paul McCartney. It's <laughs> mm. a tough choice. Man. It is a tough choice. Yeah, no, I love. Yeah. I, you know, I love. Stevie Wonder or Earth, Wind, and Fire? Oh, good one. I'm going with Stevie for personal Stevie. reasons. Stevie's a god. Yeah, I. I, just, I would go he's Stevie. a higher I mean, being. I mean, no disrespect to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, yeah. You know, name a favorite song that we play, but that we play infrequently. So a song that we do that you love, but that we don't play Heaven. enough. Oh, hey. by uh, oh, Los Lobos. I want to bring that back. Los Lonely Boys. Los Lonely Boys. Los Lobos' sons. Sons. Yes. That's right. Los Lonely Boys. It just popped in my head. That's awesome. That's a tough one. I just love, say higher ground. Uh, no, I love playing. <laughs> we don't do it that all that often, but Kid Charlemagne. Yeah, that's a great song. We yeah. played all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we played it all the time. We played it once in the last eight months. Well, we no just way. we did just play it this weekend. I think yes. that's why you're thinking all exactly, the time. Exactly. Yeah, we probably haven't played. We it just played since it since before the pandemic. So. Yeah. No, that's a lie. Oh, okay. That's why we haven't played it in eight months because of the pandemic. It could be a mistake. It wasn't. Yeah. No, we Ed, don't play it all that much. It's uh, Ed I Mount. I think it's a power tower, uh, tower power tune. Uh oh, uh, two shots. So very hard to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's so very hard to go. It's. You know. Yeah. Well, that will never be put in a set list again. So. <laughs> Even though it's a good song. No, it. That was the question. Right. A fan comes up to the bandstand. Let's say it's the person paying for the gig, and they ask you to play either Brown Eyed Girl or Sweet Caroline. What do you choose uh, to play? First, you hear uh, a gunshot. Uh, I, ch I check Gabby's no. pulse. Since the horns play on Sweet Caroline, I would do that. Uh, I mean, I like Brown Eyed yeah, Girl. But yeah. Our version of Brown Eyed Girl 
sucks. Summer's summer. I hear it on like Gabby's fooling around the whole time. Nobody's you, really playing the song. When I hear it on the radio, I'm like, this song's really good. <laughs> when we do right, it, that's it. This podcast is over. <laughs> Gabby's oh playing God. Jingle Bells in between and the Bonner fight song in yeah. there somewhere. Well, you can sort of hear that we don't want to be playing it on that one. But yeah, <laughs> I would lean towards Sweet Caroline. Yeah. yeah. Ed Mouse's favorite <laughs> song. Right. Yeah, I agree because the crowd, <laughs> crowd gets it. It becomes yeah. like, exactly. a, like, a, like an anthem kind of thing. Okay, last lightning round question. It's kind of an open forum. Uh, and you can give as many answers as you want. Oh, don't say that. No, man. name a celebrity. That you've seen at a Chico's Vibe gig. Besides Smoking Joe? Yes. Well, so you can say Smoking Joe. Chris Matthews. Yeah. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Helena Bottom Carter. Helena Bottom Carter. One of my Bonham major Carter. regrets. And Helena Bottom Carter my picture said taken with her. right to me, oh, Van Morrison is so good. <laughs> we have to redo it. He's Morrison. a very prolific songwriter. Yeah. Niles, very, very prolific songwriter. Whoever the guy's name is, Niles from Murphy Brown. Oh, yes. Seth Green. Seth Green, yeah. Yeah, Seth Green. How about Prince's girlfriend? She Wasn't she hanging with Helena Bonham Carter at one of those Academy Balls? Ed, help us out here. Uh, uh, she was right in front of us. We were in the room with the fountain. Which Prince? The Prince. Oh, whatever frig his name, name is. Oh, Prince Charles. His second wife now. Oh, his Camilla, second wife. Yeah, Camilla, yeah. Camilla. Oh, yeah. She and was that, with uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Harry the K. Harry Callahan, Al Pacino, me and Dan oh, took yeah. a picture with Al Pacino. That's not Chico's vibe. So I have a picture yeah. of yeah. Chico's was vibe. It? Al Pacino? Yeah, it was yeah, at the, uh, Academy, the Academy Ball. Ball. Oh, hell. I missed yeah. out on that. And uh, when we did the celebrity golf tournament for, for Michael Barkan, I got a picture with Brad Lidge. And, and oh, for, yeah. for, for the people that are listeners, I have no idea about <laughs> sports. <laughs> right Brad so, Lidge, Charlie Manuel. So was my, si- my sister, yeah. she oh, finds, yes. yeah. my sister finds out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got I got a picture with some guy named Brad. Brad's, <laughs> she goes, Jesus Christ. Brad Lidge. <laughs> do, you, do you even know what he did? Do you even know what he did? I was like, he he was like threw he throws the ball. She's like, yeah, throws the he ball. Like won, won he the world. The he ball. was like the win, the winning pitch of the World Series or something like that. That's right. Well, yes, I'm he did it. The last yeah, down. And I said, right. well, I got a picture with him. He was just, he was perfect that year. That year too. for yeah. the saves. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lights hey, out, Lidge. I'm just going to throw in CNN headline news reporter Jen Westover. Yes. Oh, yes. Because wedding. Jen might actually be the one person of the celebrities we've listed who's listening. <laughs> so that that completes the lightning round. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I thought the last segment completed a wait, lightning Wait, that completes the lightning round. Nah, yeah, well, that, that was the, was the last round. lightning round question, even uh. though it wasn't a lightning question. So here, the quiz will be faster. Okay. So oh. you guys can, so you and think. the quiz should be easy, but you guys, there's no, whoever wants to answer can answer. Don't there's, answer any more Billie Eilish. No, it's a quiz about, it's a quiz about current or per, potentially former Chico's Vibe band members. Oh, right? ah, okay. Mm. So, so the first one's not, Johnny Addison and Ed Jakabowski have advanced music degrees mm-hmm. from the same university. Temple. Temple. Oh, wait, the jazz uh, whatever advanced music degrees oh yeah it, 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 jazz something it's, or other it's out of state yeah. think out of state uh, academy Ed, Ed knows you know I don't even know no I don't know the name of it University of Maryland ah Be- uh, University uh, of Maryland that's right because right. Jakabowski said he walked in the class it's all Yaddish 
didn't know he was going to be there and then had like this synaptic <laughs> meltdown like am i at a gig am i supposed to have my trump started to play like, cocktails yeah yeah he's just like what, what's going on all right brian farr's daughter toured the nation in what broadway musical yeah um, kid rock uh yeah kid, kid rock, rock. Kid rock. <laughs> She played the little no. short DJ guy. No, the, the, <laughs> she that, sang all summer long. <laughs> What's the little short DJ kids, guy's kids name? Kids of Rock or... School Rock. School of Rock. School of Rock. Rock. Which band member has his own bio entry on the site broadwayworld.com? I'm going to have to go with... John Parkinson. The correct answer is Dennis Chikino. Oh. <laughs> How the hell do I have my bum? <laughs> From the Kirshner stuff. If you go on to broadwayworld.com and look oh, for Dennis Aquino. Oh, that's right. That's right, <laughs> up, folks. Just a no, little side here. I was big a, on Broadway for a few years. There's so. a bio and a picture that's of Dennis right. Aquino. You were in uh, Wicked. You played the lead in Wicked. <laughs> I did. I was, yeah. Gravity. On our last podcast, we learned that John Gephardt plays accordion. What other band member also plays accordion? John Yaddish. John Yaddish. Dang, yes, correct. <laughs> Both use them as firewood. In addition, yes. In addition to Ed Mount, which band member also plays clarinet? Tony DeSantis. Oh. No. John Parker. Ed knows. Brian Farr. That's correct. Oh, that's Remember right. we did the Dixieland wow. at Rose Yes. Because yes. he called it the stick of suffering. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got one of those, the stick of suffering. Yeah. Which, which band member has performed with Natalie Cole and Phil Woods? Matt Gallagher. Ooh, you know what? That could be a correct answer, but I'm not sure. Tony DeSantis. That's the answer oh, we're I looking even for. Know that. Which current? This will be a cheat question. Which current band members of Chico Vibe? Chico's Vibe. Chico Vibe. Because we get called that all. Yeah, Chico and the Vibes. Chico and the Vibes. Chico's band vibes. <laughs> Which current band members of Chico's Vibe have recorded with a current member of Billy Joel's band? Oh, I did. Yes, that's Gabby. right. Yes. Which I one? Did. Dennis Chikino and John Gabbard. Yeah. And trumpet player. Carl, Carl Fisher. Fisher. Yes. All right. Which band member is currently director of music education at Eastern University? That would be Ed Jacobowski. Oh, doctor. doctor. The doctor at Jacobowski. Hey, Gabby, you can't answer this question. Okay. John Gabbard performs with the official tribute band for what popular 70s artist? Oh, how, Harry Chaplin. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Shit, which, I saw those concerts and I didn't get that. Which band member has performed... With James Taylor and Carly Simon. Chico, Chico Huff. Huff. Yes. Which band member is currently on double secret probation and why? <laughs> Tony DeSantis. Tony DeSantis. For all reasons yes, above. Yes. The best is when Dennis said, do you understand the concept of the, <laughs> the love train? <laughs> and he just had this face like he was. Oh, it was so puppy dog innocent. He, he was like, he was like, uh, 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 he, he totally, totally caught. And it's funny, Dennis. We totally, we totally rubbed it in too. Like after you went away, we were like, "Dude, you messed up." That's bad, we like, man. That's bad. Like, okay, I don't even know if Ed's gonna know this one, but this is an Ed Mount question. According to IMDb, Ed Mount worked on special effects for what major motion picture, starring Gina Davis and Hugh Laurie and Ed Mount, and featuring the voice of Michael J. Fox. Uh, this will throw you a little bit, but the screenplay was by another celebrity we've seen, M. Night Shyamalan. Mm. What a twist. I have no idea. Producer Matt. Is it Stuart Little? That's correct! Producer <laughs> 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 Matt! <laughs> okay, I'm going to read a list of names. These people have something in common with one current or former band, band member. I want you to tell me who that current or former band member is and what it is 
they all have in common. So I'll just go down the list. It'll get easier as we go. Dr. Jack Ramsey. Well, you know who he is. St. Joe College, uh, Portland Trailblazers. Terrence Nolan. Wait a minute. Well, who's he having in common with? with what the hell? Jack Ramsey. we got to figure out. Yeah. Oh. Derek Fry. Who is. Right. I think I got right, one. Uh, Ed Mount. Tim yeah. Burton. Yeah, almost there. Wait, is it like with us or no, with somebody? One current or former one, band member. Yeah. You have not guessed correctly yet. I got this. Right. I know this one. Jennifer Slaw. I don't know who that is. She's the world. She is a world record holder for hugging and juggling. <laughs> oh. We tried to book her for we tried to book her for Rose Tree, remember? And you're like, yes. they got the hula hoop girl. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's it. Wait, I yeah. think these are all being tied to Matt Gallagher. <laughs> That is correct. The next ding, name ding, on ding, the ding, list ding, is, ding, is, ding. is Tina Fey. I thought that would there be the one go. that would be. How's Matt wait. tied in and with what, Dr. Jack? They've all been roommates with Ed Mount. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's not correct. They're all on the Upper Derby High School Wall of Fame. I didn't know Dr. Jack. He was. Do, you, Upper do you know what's funny? You mentioned Todd Runkin. Runkin and, and He's uh, not on the Wall of Fame. I just looked it oh, up. Oh, he isn't. No, I'm stunned. Maybe that's why Matt didn't know. Because he went, who's that? Okay. <laughs> hey, man, Rugman went to Upper Derby and he's yeah, not he's on up. the Hall of Fame. He's not on, on the, the Wall of Fame. fame. Well, and the, wow. it, what the Upper Derby High School internet site revealed to me is he's not on there. I don't know if he, maybe he didn't graduate. Maybe he left early. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't make sense to me. All these names are from Jennifer you know, Slaw. It's not oh, someone I, I knew. He, he, he just wanted huge, to bang huge. the drum all day. So that's so probably That's right. Yeah. And, and speaking of Matt Gallagher... Uh -oh. I think we have a special oh. guest on the Jiggles oh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, he's on the viewing screen, like on Star Trek. <laughs> Put him on screen. You know, it's great we got him today because the Eagles kicked butt yesterday. That's, That's right. right. We have a Matt Keller in a right. good mood. Matt is joining us for our next segment, ah. uh, which may be a long segment, Matt, I, um, I, I think. It, uh, it's okay. So I also wanted to clarify one Thing. It is called the misery stick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the misery stick. Okay, that's a what? Chris Far. That's a Chris Far specialist. Oh, oh okay. Misery stick. Okay. The licorice stick was the thing back in the day. Right. They uh -huh. called it, and he Chris Far calls it the misery stick. So oh. that's like Brian Far saying that. <laughs> I didn't so, want to copyright but... infringe on Chris Far, so I came up yeah. with the stick of suffering. No, okay. You know. Yeah. Excellent. So Matt is joining us for our next segment, which. I'm calling Chico's, as we said earlier, Chico's Vibe, the Netflix or HBO series, whoever decides to pick it up. For years, White and I in particular have been talking about how we could make a TV series based on all the crazy gigs, stories that we have. And uh, each episode of that TV show would be one gig. We'd have enough for two, three seasons of 10 shows right. right. each. Um, you know, one, one gig per episode. And, and in preparation for that soon-to-be-smashed series, we're going to discuss one of those gigs on this podcast and upcoming podcasts, ho hopefully. <laughs> so episode one of Chico's Vibe, the Netflix series, we're starting with... And Matt, just to give you a preview, I'm not allowed to call it what we know it as. I understand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting with what might be the biggest adventure of them all. Uh, <laughs> It's called, the episode's called Woody's RV. Uh, the full name was christened by Matt Gallagher yes. himself. <laughs> to tee that up, every, you know, everybody here knows mm -hmm. the story. And, and in my mind, it starts on a 
you know, a dark, <laughs> a dark night in the in the parking lot of the Overbrook Golf Club. club. Yep. From there, I'm just gonna open it up, and I don't honestly, I don't even remember what year it was. I, you know, uh, and and uh, not that we need to, but some of the details are you know seared into my brain. <laughs> but I'm sure it's just seared into your guys as well. So I'm just gonna let you guys go. Let Matt, Matt, you can jump in whenever too. You know, it was in Middlebury, Vermont. Middlebury, Vermont. Well, was that was where we stayed, but it was a little and north. A beautiful of motel. <laughs> 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 Can't wait till we get to the motel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was on a Saturday. We were playing at Overbrook on a Friday night. Friday night. And you know, I called up Woody. I knew he had an RV, and I said, "Yo, you know, you think we could take your RV up to Vermont? We're playing in Vermont." You know, he said, yeah, 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 I'll send you my driver, too. Woody was a very generous guy, number yes. one. Yes, a great guy. Great friend, great guy, very yeah. generous guy. So his driver had it in the parking lot of Overbrook Country Club when we were finished our gig. It's, like you're saying, a dark. Yeah, and that was the, stra the strategy was we were going to finish the Overbrook gig. Yeah, right. Get in, get in the, the RV, RV, and Dom was driving separately because well, he was taking equipment, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. but no. The original well, plan was, was he was going to gonna ride with us. He was going to ride yeah. with us, and he had a trailer on the back of his oh, truck with right. all the sound gear. That he was going to hitch that on the back of the RV. <laughs> the RV's hitch was a complete mess, and he couldn't wire up the lights. He couldn't do anything for the trailer. So then he ended up having to drive. Okay, okay. And I think that's where my colorful adjectives of what this was started. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> Maybe like, a little bit this? later than that, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> as soon as we got into the RV. You had to walk around the AC the unit. The AC unit. Which, was, <laughs> yeah. which looked like a robot from Doctor Who. <laughs> Like it yes. looked like a Dalek in the set. It was venting yeah. out the, the top the of the RV. Tube yeah. going like so all, I just have to say the part is we turn on the air and Yaddish just starts going, why is there hot air on me? Why is there hot air on me right now? Why is there hot air on me right now? Why is there hot air on me? I think it was like really, really hot. It was. Yes. Oh, it, was it was a hot really night. Hot. Yeah. yeah. And Matt's, so like whispering, really Matt's whispering in my ear, dude, he's going to lose it. He's going to lose it. He's going yeah, to freak out. He's going to freak out. Well, he yeah. got in. He ended up getting in, the, yes, in Dom's, Dom's van. Goes, I'm driving separately. Uh, Who wants yeah, to come with yeah, me? Yeah. And yeah, just poof. Yeah, it was like he said, I will. But the words lingered. And he was already out the door. That's how fast he moved. Well, and also, the the pairing of those two guys together yes. was like the most unlikely in the band, yes. right? Yes. I, You're I don't right. think you guys ever spoke like face to face conversation. There right? might have been no conversation <laughs> on that entire eight hour ride <laughs> between the two of them. I don't I don't think they've ever talked to each other. On the no. They would just oh, kind of no. do their thing, right? Well, they were oh, fortunate. Yeah. Then it's, you said eight hour ride they yes. were the fortunate ones oh, yeah they were the fortunate i was as happy as a bug in a rug on that trip i'm laughing because matt's pissed off <laughs> <laughs> a smell coming out of the freaking uh, like well, that's, don't even get me started that, on yeah, that yeah. one so that's the thing we we start to drive right and the thing just in general is moving more slowly than we thought right and it it's hot and we're in an <laughs> rv with all of us, right. just kind of laying around the RV, right? Matt, and and the, the, the engine's going like, and you see a tree go by really slow <laughs> out the window. Like the tree should be going like, and I it was like, 
I sat up front with the driver because he yeah. didn't know where he was going. <laughs> so I had like on my phone, I had like GPS and because yeah, you're like Quest get, on, or whatever. get on 476. He's like, what's that? <laughs> You're like, uh-oh, yeah, it's going to be yeah, a long night. Right. I remember that the discussions were being had that we were questioning this driver. Like, yeah. what's he like? Did he actually have a driver's license, number one? <laughs> number two was, he's, is there a reason why this guy, like, volunteered to drive us? <laughs> and there was a lot of, like, Probably Woody was, was probably channeling. paying a thousand bucks to him. Yeah. And he would yeah. yell at people that had, like, Dallas Cowboy stuff on their car. I remember that too. Yes. He's like, "You guys are a yeah. bunch of mother." Boop, 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 boop. And, and Gab- Gabby's like, "Eyes on the road. We need to make a right in a quarter mile." And but the theory was, we would drive during the night and sleep in the RV, yes. and then get to Vermont, Middlebury, Vermont. There was right. no like sleeping eight, in the No, <laughs> but then we would enjoy Vermont for the day. Yeah. And yeah. well, I would have to say, a lot of you guys slept. But not me. Because uh, I still had to direct him all the way up 95, this way, that way. Was that the RV that had like the the tiny little table yes. that we were sitting at? We were yes. playing cards. Yes. Matt, Matt, you tried to teach me a card game, remember? And you yeah, gave up that, because of like, your pure it, frustration. Yeah, because it was like I just needed to do something to keep myself from going insane. <laughs> so then, and of course, now I'll, I'll put in this part. So then at some point, we all started to need to use the bathroom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and like, you know, if for the people out there that, you know, uh, one of the more famous parts of me being a part of this band was my issues that I oh, was Oh, yeah, right, right, right. He's a with, big uh, he's a big fiber guy, folks. Yeah, you uh, know. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think I was having some issues and, you know, yeah, take care of some business. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. But... The thing was, is that as we went on and more people used it, like there was something obviously wrong with whatever that, whatever was collecting our collective. Every, every time we stop. stopped at a, at a yeah. traffic light or a stop sign, uh-huh. the smell would, would waft, waft from into the back. Because <laughs> when you think about it, it was a Chico's Live Franken poop, basically. It was like all these different poops together. And they like formed its own life form. Every time. Yeah. And then you grew just to have this dread when, this, when you saw. And that guy would slam on the brakes. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like, stop short. And then you got hit with this. Oh, 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 oh God. It was like, all right, wait, here comes the lighter. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Hold, hold go. your breath. Hold your breath. And Gabby so didn't figure it out until we were halfway home. Yeah. He called well, no, Woody. I ended up calling Woody. But. Then he said, well, he yeah, said put that, pour that stuff in The there. blue stuff. Put the blue stuff yeah. in yeah, there. No, no. But there was something we kept. Was it because it was the middle of the night, right? Yeah. Yeah. We we didn't call Woody. We called him no. on Sunday afternoon after, 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 home. after the gig. Okay. Because that yeah. was the thing. And then like when we found that it was just that tube of. It was blue yeah. juice or whatever. Yeah, it was like a blue. It in there. Yeah, you just threw it in and it and completely it killed, the killed the smell. It was like the angels came out. Yeah, oh, yeah right. Yeah. There was. Well, Matt, I think you cut out the middleman. You just drank the whole thing. So each time you went, it was like potpourri. Potpourri. There was one time, though, I totally remember. I finally had an opportunity to like maybe try to lay down and, and take a nap. And I was laying next to you, Matt, on this. We were like laying down on some kind of couch. And all I remember is I woke up and we're face to face staring at each other. 
looking at each other, but we're like, no! Where's your hand? Between two pillows? Between two pillows. <laughs> not two pillows! Cue the somewhere in time music like in the background. Oh my, oh my god. Yeah, but seriously, I think that was like, was that the first really big road trip that we took? As a band, um, that was a long, longer things. one. We went to Massachusetts for a wedding, but we had the bus. And that's yeah. when you brought a whole crap load of DVDs. And you're like, I have all these movies. I got this. And you, op- you <laughs> open the worked. closet and it was like three circuits hanging out of a wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was in Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, you were like where's, the, Abbey, where's right. the DVD player? And the guy's like. Uh, no, you might, yeah. you're right. That might have been the first real long because we learned yeah. from that. Trip we, not I to, think we learned to get that a like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> right, right. Put and us tr- all in that. Yeah. But then I think like, I mean, Dennis has always been one of my closest most dear friends i love Uh as much as my brother (laughs) but i was legitimately pissed off that this was his idea (laughs) it was like enraging me more and more and then we would just get we would get in that thing where you would just scream at me and i would just look at you with that belco like you really got mad at me on the way home it's like i want a cigarette so bad and this guy isn't going to stop so i start smoking in the RV, and you're like glaring at me, and like I'm like I don't give two shits who's yeah, pissed off. Yeah, Ed, you're, you're Ed like, was the only one who was like, "Yeah, Chico, you have a smoke." Go ahead. <laughs> I know. Ed was like the person in the middle, kind of just trying to be, Ed did very good. Uh, you know, but the the, the the balance, you know, the trip driving up though, it was supposed to take. We thought it was going to take eight hours, so yeah. we left like midnight from yeah. Brook mm-hmm. Club. It did not take eight hours, though. No, so, it took so the, longer. The trip was insufferable, and we didn't get there until what? It was, it was light out. It was mid-morning like, to almost lunchtime. It was almost noon yeah. by the time we got there. And we, we got to the hotel. It was called the Sugar House. Yes. Right. Gabby. Sugar House Motel. 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 Yes. It is the worst place That I've just ever culminated. Now, the funny thing is that Gabby and I were roommates, and <laughs> you pulled out the biggest bag of trail mix i've ever seen in my life leanne packed leanne packed him this thing that was about four feet high and he's like you know because he's been given directions the whole night so like i put a towel on my bed because everything was gross yeah i remember like first you walked in the first thing you saw were fly swatters yes on the wall yes i think you said each fly had their own room number (laughs) (laughs) and then parky comes into the room he goes can i use your shower we're like why he says because our tub already has water in it (laughs) yeah well first of all the room the bed covers all had like cigarette burn oh yeah yeah. all over so yeah yeah and i room together i think dom slept in he slept, slept in, in his, his van car. Yeah. and his truck so he yeah. pulls out this biggest bag i've ever seen he goes yo ed you want, you want some trail mix you want... <laughs> um, and i'm like uh, i'm deliriously tired i'm like no i'm all right gab he's like all right then he goes you want a you want a pepsi i got the caffeine free and i said no no i'm fine he goes what my food's not good what like everybody was on edge you know everybody i was like well then okay i was gonna say and then we i don't know we we got maybe two hours yes two and a half maybe three hours like a baby the the shower that ed yeah yeah it's like oh shower first i'm like okay okay and he goes the shower and you know yeah i mean he's got he's he's stoic he goes in the showers and he comes out and he goes I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's, that's, uh, bad. that's bad. That's bad news. And the shower wasn't, it didn't drain. 
Uh, and I went in. I'm like, that's okay. And I go in, and the water was all like gray and it had, uh, had hair floating all around. I'm like, ah, I can't do it. Was that? Was but that anyway, the shower that's why that like the, the no, no, that, that was, was in Wildwood. That was with me and you in Wildwood. That's going back to Hoey days. Yeah, it was like at our chest. I remember the owner was making fun of the guy who drove us. He kept saying stuff like, hey, man, you would win an ugly contest. Let me tell you stuff. <laughs> like the owner of the, the, of owner the, of the, of the motel. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, he, his wife didn't speak any English. And he, oh, looked, right. and he looked like a slumlord kind of guy. And he's like, hey, let me tell you something, kid. If there was an ugly contest, you, you'd be in the finals. <laughs> Matt, what was worse, the Sam Pooper or the Sugar Loaf? Yeah, you called. know what? I'm, I'm trying to think, like, there were a couple motels like roadside motels that we stayed in where it was just like the bathroom. Every time I would walk in and I couldn't move side to side or front to back. <laughs> well, there was a, Matt, no. were you on the Holy gigs by the Greenbrier when we stayed at that? Yes. Yeah. yeah they yes. were terrible hotels. Too. Oh, there were hotels too. Like, yeah. oh, another thing a similar to... experience a couple of years ago that I went to Germany and they put me up in the, like the dorm room for the music Academy that I was a guest at. And it was the same kind of deal. It was like this tiny little shower door and you walk in, I had to duck under and I got in there and it's like literally at my belly button. It's like the shower head. And I'm like, oh, it's maybe it's one of those things you grab and you just kind of put over. It was permanent. So every time I like went to wash my head, I had to open the door. To, to bend over and all the women just come out all over the floor. Europe's a different different thing altogether. Uh, that remind me of like the sandpiper. Yeah. Geb had a color printout from the website. <laughs> yeah. He kept going, look, this doesn't this doesn't look like the picture, and he was holding the picture up. So we still haven't gotten to the gig part. Right. Oh, yeah. We get to the hotel. Well, he booked us on the other side of the mountain. Right. Like the wedding was like you know, we had to go across Mount Everest to get yeah. to the wedding. But, but yeah, so we got to we got to the hotel and we're all like, "Everybody sleep now!" We tried to sleep, yeah. we couldn't. We had no sleep, and then we go to get in the gig. I was going to say, yeah, we drive. We all jump in the RV. Which we is drive. the last thing we wanted to do. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we drive to the gig, and it's at a farm, like a real farm, yes. you know. And they had this. I think it was just a tent. They put a tent out there. Yeah. I don't know that it was an actual structure that was at the. No, farm. it was a tent outside. So we pull up, and Dom backs the backs the trailer up behind the <laughs> stage, and we unload. We get all our gear out. We throw it up on the stage. We start playing, and way behind us, up on the hill, <laughs> the are all these cows. Yes. They're all, you know, migrating up at the top of the hill. We start playing. I, we might even have been playing "Fly Me to the Moon." It was "Fly Me <laughs> to the Moon." And all of a sudden, we turn around, and the cows are working their way down. And yes! all of a sudden, behind us, we're like, <laughs> they all migrated behind oh, us. Oh, I remember cows. those cows. All of them. Yeah. I remember those cows like coming down the hill. And they're like running as fast as they can, which is like you know a half a mile an hour. It was all Bumping the high into notes. each other. And- it was all the screaming high notes. Was uh, drew all the cows down. And then down. they stayed there. They yeah. stayed the they whole stayed night. There the whole gig, so right Dom, the fence. Dom comes back and he goes, Jesus Christ, look at this. And I go over and his hatchback had like a side view mirror. Oh, uh, and the cow they licked it. The cow <laughs> licked it. It had. It, it looked like when in Ghostbusters when they go to the library and they just see the. The goo is and goo. Yeah. And the thing's like, it's just licking the side of Dom's. Uh, It was an eventful gig. 
And, oh, and Jay, Jay Webb drove on his own. Oh, I forgot yeah. who the other Trump was. It was like yeah. 20 minutes before you see him walking in and yeah. he just goes, Jesus Christ, I can't believe. <laughs> yeah. He I drove believe himself. He made it. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't believe he made it. And, and then, uh, then when the gig was over, yeah. we load back in, load all the equipment back in the trailer. We're driving back. Remember, we're driving. We're driving through this pitch area bl- and pitch black. Pitch black mm-hmm. Except and we're in for our RV headlights, and it's like windy, hilly right. roads. Right. And remember, we drove by this property, and there was yes. like a pickup truck oh, with a that. guy that looked like he was right out of like Deliverance, or yeah. it, it might even Stephen have been Leatherface yes. from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's like literally running behind these other guys and i'm like dude get out of here yes. man. where the hell are we <laughs> floored in the rv <laughs> <laughs> well that's where the uh, caterer showed me his business card we, we were like talking to the caterer because he's like hey he's he sounded like he was from new york or something he's like hey check out this place huh so he goes i gotta show you my business card he was driving somewhere and he passed <laughs> do you remember this guy <laughs> he passed a construction vehicle that in the front of the construction vehicle it had a dead cow with its tongue sticking out. So he stood next to it, and he had a gun, and he posed with the gun (laughs) next to it and made it his business card. That's great. Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, no, the wedding itself was was great. great. Phenomenal. That was was, great. uh, That was pretty eventful. (laughs) That was was a memorable peripheral stuff. So we apologize to Woody and John Higgins. But but going home, it seemed less eventful. It, It I don't know if it was downhill, <laughs> but we also found the thing that solved the uh, the smell, the poop yes. smell yeah. mystery. Yes. Wait, yeah. what do we find? The what? It's funny that you guys are talking about this because I'm like, I must have blocked out the trauma. Of that <laughs> yeah. All the stuff I'm, re- I don't remember half of this thing's happening. I mean, like, I, come I, I on, they... it's, just, it's completely blocked out. Yeah. My mind. <laughs> well, come on, that would make a great. TV show. I right. mean, it, absolutely. So the, it's an absolute like planes, trains, and automobiles type of. Yeah, oh, right, definitely. Right, right. Well, during your interview you know. process for the Philly Pops, was that were you like, do we have any RV gigs? <laughs> yeah, were you like, yeah, were you yeah, asking questions like that. Probably a, something you know that we should talk. Well, they're talking about for 2026 because it's the 250th anniversary of America that right. they were talking about going to Vermont. Philly Pops <laughs> doing these big events for the you know because it's Philadelphia, whatever. Right. And they were talking about sending us out somewhere, maybe to like Mount Rushmore and doing a concert and all this stuff. And I'm imagining, hey Matt, maybe we should do an RV. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey Matt, speaking of Mount Rushmore, so we started the show. It's I, him. I called these guys the Mount Rushmore of Chico's vibe, but there's only three of them. We need a fourth. We Who's the a- fourth? <laughs> Who's the of fourth? Chico's vibe. Yeah. To be on Mount Rushmore. It has to be me, of course. <laughs> It would have to be it him. Be yeah, right. It has to be me, but I want to be the one that's looking the other way. <laughs> like, and I want to oh, be the great. one that's like side to side, like looking the other direction. Can we do it so like I could be facing him, hollering at him? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Actually, Dennis, that that would be better if I'm just looking straight ahead and you're here screaming in my face. We could do that. that. More like I then, have a picture on my computer of that very thing. <laughs> from one of, one of the photo shoots. Matt. Yes, it was from one of the photo shoots. Matt, you're just staring straight at the camera with no expression, and you're screaming at him. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll that would find probably that been picture. like 
That was a, a weekly occurrence when I would be yeah, showing well, up on the bandstand one minute before down. That's why, yeah, that's and then why. You're right over at the food, which the major D just told me you guys don't eat from that. You're going to have your own. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. After I retired from the band, we did a gig over at, at the Union League and I subbed on it or something. Okay. And we're all sitting in that room where you have all the food out. Yeah. Right. And Dennis comes in and he goes, All right, guys, like we got to go, you know, and everybody. He gets up and starts walking out, and the rest of us are all in there and talking. And Dennis comes in and he goes, See, we get mad back, and everything is messed up. We <laughs> mess everything up. And then he like walked out again. <laughs> As I was telling a story, and everybody was laughing, <laughs> Dennis was the only one that walked out. I don't know. So even in my retirement days, I still exactly. make you angry. Exactly. And, and, and a lot of our podcast listeners know, but some of them don't. Matt was one of the founders. He of was. Chico's That's Vibe, right. And right. he speaks of retiring from Chico's Vibe, but he went on to play. For the Philly Pops to, to teach at University of the Arts to play with Philadelphia, Philadelphia Orchestra. Orchestra. Yeah. He's even played, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, with the Boston Symphony. Yes, correct. Yeah. Terrell Stafford. Yeah. The exceptions. He played with the, the exceptions. The exceptions. <laughs> I mean, like, when I talk to my students about playing in a band, I always tell them, I was like, you know, there's no way that I would have survived if I didn't have Chico's vibe from day one. Oh, you know, so or even John Hoey's band when we were all together because right. like, we had a great hang. We yeah. were all friends. Yeah. We enjoyed playing with each other. The music level was high. It was good. Right. So, like, there's so many bands that are just not, right. they have no vibe. They have no, like, it's just a bunch of random people coming together. Right. There's, there's a no lot of infighting and philosophy differences. And right. it's just not, a, it's not like a good, well oiled machine or a good team. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. We have you know, been, and how he was a well-oiled machine. Yeah, we're extremely dysfunctional, but also extremely yes. caring for each other. That's a great way right. to put it. Yeah. yeah, and you know what I mean. Like we we fight like family. You Which know? I like. Right. The best still, part is my fighting. For if me. you put us all in a room, we still like to be genuinely yeah. beat right. each other. Our fighting is even fun. It's fun. You know? It is. Fun. <laughs> yeah. It makes it fun. But that's the thing. Like, I I tell my students is like you have to find that. In this business, because if you don't, you'll never be happy doing this because no. it's hard work. Yeah, it and is. it's a grind. Right, and you know the 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 BS that can go on and the inf- uh, its brutal. My fr- so many of my friends are just like, you know, they would come and sub with our band. They'd be like, "You are so lucky, dude. You have no oh yeah, idea. that's really cool." Jason Long says that every time he subs in. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And I, I mean, like, I wouldn't trade it for anything. That's why, like. Yeah, that's you know, why you left the band, and you know. <laughs> yeah. well, I want to trade it for anything gigs, except what I'm no. doing right now. <laughs> you know, but you're right. right now. Yeah, and and I'm going to give it up to Howie. I, you know, I know we get a laugh about that, but because I was in that John Howie Orchestra, I learned how to handle a wedding band. I didn't know before that yeah. i was in rock bands i didn't know what to do but dealing with country clubs and you know all that kind of stuff which gave me the confidence to like step out when we had you to step out yeah. might right. have been and a couple of years right at too. the right time exactly right. right we did it right at the right time and and by the three of us coming together kind of make always kind of saying we've played in all <laughs> these other op- opportunities but 
let's do it right. Yeah, right. And well, you wanted five trumpets in the board. band. I think my head Four just trumpets. went on the back of the mountain. Four trumpets. Four trumpets you wanted at first. You my said, head's now on the back no! of the mountain. No way! We're having yeah. four trumpets. <laughs> four said, trumpets. Okay, oh we'll God. do a saxophone. And then eventually we tried out some guys. And then, of course, I had to go to my friend Ed. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> who was that? That was uh, Carl. 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 Who Cox. I loved, Carl. He had such a great groove and a good sound. But uh, he he's... A, and yeah. he's going on he had like other gigs and other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's just but going Ed, on to fame. Ed man. was Ed big was muff. the last piece sandwich. of the yeah. puzzle. Ed was the last piece together. in the puzzle. You're right, right? Because yeah, you, know you were already in the band, right? No, Ed and I are the first uh, rehearsal that I was on was Ed's first yeah. rehearsal. Uh, okay. So that's a, yeah. there that's you go. another turning that's, point in the band. Right, that's a big turning point. At least in Ed and my mind. In my mind too. Well, and that's what solidified the band. Yeah. Yeah. Because Matt, you even turned to me and you said, oh, it's good. You like to do all that stupid shit with Parky. Because you and Jerose were just like, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play music. You guys, Uh, you guys. And then he became the goofiest freaking guy in the band. (laughs) Jerose. I know. But that. But the thing, John, you actually. I thought Parky was playing all this before. No, it was Ed. it was Carl and Nick Rotundo. No, we. Oh, hey, okay, all right. So that makes sense. Yeah. Then, so it was like because Mike and I, because those guys were all in school with Mike and I. Yes. Nick yeah. And, and yeah, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they had other bands and other a lot of other things going on. Where yeah. Mike and I didn't have much. Right. Well, we the, were ready to kind of make a change because our our first gig was Saint Cecil. My God, I remember Saint that. Cyril. Cyril, Cyril? Yes, oh, okay. and Lance, okay. East Lansdowne. And I remember the end of the night. Uh, the end of the night, you turned to me and you said, "I like what you do." Who matched? <laughs> yeah, no, you said that. You turned to me. You, you went, "Hey, Ed, I like what you do. I like you and Parky." That's all. That's like all you needed. Yeah, that's all you needed, Ed. Uh, and you then, know uh, that Saint Cyril is completely closed. Even the church. Oh, really? Geez, really? Completely. The whole parish, the you, church, they don't even use it anymore. All right, get going, Matt. We'll see you yeah. next time. All right. Good to see Thank you, guys. you, brother. Bye, Matt. Later. Turn them off. Thank you. Woo. You know, <laughs> I got to tell you something. In all the years, thanks, Matt. I, all the years, uh, yeah, I, I've never liked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, producer Matt here, just interrupting the Vibecast real quick to go down a few of the show dates in which you can catch Chico's Vibe over the next few months. On October 2nd, Renault Winery in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey, noon until 4 p.m. October 10th, Ridley Park Fall Fest at 4 p.m. October 23rd, again at the Renault Winery in Egg Harbor, 12 noon to 4 p.m. November 23rd, they are doing Thanksgiving Eve at the Springfield Country Club. And again at the Springfield Country Club, you can catch them on December 31st for a New Year's Eve performance. Also, if you have any questions, suggestions, thoughts for the podcast, send them over to Chico's Vibecast at protonmail.com. That's P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. It'll also be in the show notes. And now back to the guys. We now come to our our stories from the set list segment. Ah. Uh, ah. We, we choose a song that we currently play, we cover right. as a band. I'll give a brief history of the original song itself for context. Then it's open discussion about the Chico's Vibe history of the song. You may remember from our last podcast that Dennis picked the Billy Joel song Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. Mm. In my mind, there are so many good things to say about the song. Mm. 
and about Geb's performance of it and uh, and people's reaction to yeah. Geb's performance of it. I, I Ed can attest to this. I turned to him mm-hmm. like they're giving that Gebby look where they're like, "What's that?" And you know, and they they they're trying to like locate who's singing. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And they see him and they just start to stare. And at what him. I've like, been doing like, lately is I've been lip syncing. So for the first, <laughs> so for like the first ten seconds, they're like, "It's that guy. It's that guy." It's this- <laughs> I have to remember yeah, that. Yeah. So when I I see that and they're looking at Ed, and I'll just start going, Madeline, why? Well, we learned that in Hoey. We did. I remember yeah. when we first did it in, in Hoey. Um, yeah. But let's wait for a yes, minute. Yes, go. The song, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, was the closing track of Side One back when you know albums had side one and side two uh on billy joel's album the stranger which was released in september 1977 fyi prior to the stranger uh joel was worried that he was at risk of being dropped by his label columbia because he had 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 not had a hit since 1973's piano man but of course the stranger went on to be huge it had four top 40 hits one of them was not seen scenes was not released as a single can you guys can you guys name the four? Is, is Just the Way You Are one of them? Yeah. Yeah. On The Stranger album? On The Stranger. There were four top 40 hits. Was it Moving Out? Moving Out? Yeah. What's the name of that song? <laughs> All right, can well, we edit let's that keep out? Going. <laughs> it was oh, Only the Good Die Young. She's Always a Woman. Ah. Okay. But of those, you know, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant is probably now the most known, the most beloved yeah. of, of oh, the songs yeah. from the album. It's seven and a half minutes long. It's essentially song fragments that Joel stitched together. An idea, partially, he said in interviews, inspired by Side 2 right. of Abbey Road, where they put um, a bunch of different songs together. So it's several shorter songs that he stitched together. Um, the shorter songs have been referred to sometimes by, by him in interviews as the Italian restaurant song, Things Are Okay in Oyster Bay. Right. And the ballad, ballad of, of Brenda, Brenda and Eddie. Brenda, right. Brenda and Eddie. Brenda and Eddie. Um, Brenda. Um, there are two two restaurants that previously laid claim to being the inspiration for the song. Uh, one, Fontana de Trevi, which used to be across from Carnegie Hall, and another called Cristiano's, which was in Oyster Bay in Long Island. But yeah. neither one of them are open, so you can't. Oh, I, th- I, thought, I thought it was no Pat's and Gino's. Yes! <laughs> Cheese steak with whiz. Yeah. Uh, On YouTube, you can find audio of the initial live performance of the song from a concert May 6, 1977, at CW Post. It was broadcast on Philadelphia's own WIOQ. That's why the uh, audio exists. Because Joel had been big. Billy Joel had maintained. He'd been big in Philly largely yeah. because of the song Captain, Captain Jack. Jack. He plays a right. sick version of uh, Root Beer Rag at that concert. Yes, it's yeah. a phenomenal. It, it, it's about three clicks faster than the recording version. Too. Yeah. It's like yes. amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, un, un, it's yeah. a great concert if you ever find it. See, yeah. see the repost. Um, in a 2017 interview, Billy Joel was asked to name his own top five Billy Joel songs. And his number one was scenes from an Italian restaurant. I'll list the the other five. Let me hear. Number two is something, it's not that familiar, but it's, in my mind, a great Christmas song. It's called She's Right on Time. I have no idea. Um, But it's it's off the the nylon curtain. It's not on there. Uh, you may be right. A Dennis Chikino Billy Joel ah, hit. It's number three. Since it came Don't out. forget your second wind. <laughs> no, no. It's not on there. <laughs> Sorry. I don't feel like him. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Next issue. Wrong. Next issue. Number four is, and you're not going to know, you might, and you, 
You two are that. And so it goes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God. That's a tearjerker. It is. Man. Never heard of Interestingly yeah. enough, was, I and was so written. And so it goes. Yeah. It's like written. He wrote it kind of like an Irish. Yeah. Like drinking song so to speak or that's sad reality, yeah that yeah, was the like stormfront album there yeah. was no like that's the last song on the stormfront album but ed, i love a jewish ed, guy writing yeah. irish songs that is exactly ed's exactly right last song on storefront but it was he wrote it during the innocent man phase he wrote oh. it when he broke up with l mcpherson uh, yeah. but he's he, a hottie yeah but it didn't fit in with the rest of the innocent man album right so, mm-hmm. um, and number five is a favorite of mine vienna which we ah, talked that's about. A great I love, love that. I've heard Geb do it too. I would love, love that song. That was great. But that's the background ah. of scenes from an Italian restaurant. Yeah. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what All we right. do with it because it's one of my favorite songs that we performing as as Chico's vibe. Well, mine bef- too. I have. I was going to say, say yeah. right before that, I I did hear him talk about that song. Billy Joel yeah. talk about it. And he said he wrote he wanted something in the vein of um, John Lennon's "Woke Up." Got out of bed. Oh, right. oh yeah. day in the life. Yes. Day in the life because yeah, different because he had two. It was kind of like a sweet. Yes. Like he put you know he had the slow bring up in the beginning and then this pop kind of yeah. up tempo section and then mm-hmm. back into the you know the the big ending and yeah. everything. Yeah. So he had like you said he had those two songs that you know ballad of Brenda and Eddie and and what was the other one? Uh, uh, everything's okay everything in Oyster okay Bay. In Oyster Bay. Yeah. Every, yeah. Okay with me these days. Yeah, be. yeah. He needed something. He said that when he wrote the the beginning, he didn't have any lyrics for the the very beginning of the song. He had this melody in wow. his head, and he said he imagined that whole sax interlude before he got into the the next section as like time passing. Like you see, like a calendar, cool. the yeah. months going by, and that's what that. Right. Did you, did you know that no, I didn't know. You're that. Just um, time, but yeah. he said he was in a restaurant and he was trying to, you know, he didn't couldn't have couldn't think of an opening line for the the very beginning of the song, and he said the waiter came up to him and said, "Bottle of red," <laughs> and he went. Thank you, and that's it. He wrote a bottle of red, bottle of white, perhaps a great. And it's hilarious because everybody thinks of that song. You know, if you're chicken, if you're picking between red or white, people just think of that song. Bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rosé. So go ahead. You were. Oh no, that's it. We're talking about what we do. That was good. That was good. As a, a, you know, how we do it as a song. Dennis talked about it. We first did it with with Hoey. The first time I remember, because you wanted to do it with Hoey. What I remember. Right. And. John might have been a little resistant, but yes, we, he time, was. And the first time I remember doing it was at the five spot. Oh, Back, okay. wow! And uh, they I were just fun gigs. Yes, they were great gigs. Yeah. yeah. Great Speaking gigs. of yes, yes, saw us. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, oh, Chris, right. Squire. Chris, Chris Squire was there. Yeah. He loved Big Ball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the other thing. I was on the other side. I saw you guys as a spectator. <gasps> you were the five spot. Get out I, of here. I, no, no, it was in the five spot. McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy. Oh, yeah, excellent. On the first date with my wife. No, yeah, first Not date, kidding. first date with Sue, and I remember because Matt knew her separately because of a girl that he he went out with that was friends with Sue. Okay, and he goes, "Who's she here with?" <laughs> I said, "She's here with me," and he goes, "Really?" Like that, that's 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 how my friend goes. But we stayed for a set, and you guys ended ended a set with that with scenes, and I was like. Oh my god, this sounds fantastic! And there's a really funny part. Well, Gab- I go right. I make a beeline for Gabby because I'm just like, this guy's <laughs> voice. Oh my god! 
And now that I know you, it's the end of the set. You just want to get. I just go. I walk up to him. I go, man, that was great. Oh, your voice. He's like, all right, yeah, thanks, man. And it brushed me off. And then I was like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. Just, but don't worry, I never held that against you, guys. But he's just like, oh Jesus, what's this kid want an autograph? Yeah, that's that's great. So anyway, here I signed my set list. All right, get out of here. Just as an aside, Ed and Sue, I remember one time you told me you. You saw her at a party once, and she was clapping on the two and the four, and you knew it was love. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, this girl's good. This girl. But seriously, you guys you guys ended the set with that, and, and I, I was like, that is fantastic. And I've never heard a band, a cover band, play that, what? play that out, and, yeah. and just... And it's, they don't have Gabby. Come on. Well, yeah. it, there's Gab. I just remember the, the piano interlude. Yeah. You know, and I knew how good he was, but I'm like, I don't know if he's gonna be able to do this. And he does it every gig, like yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I go from like utter amazement to annoyance. You know, I was like, how can he do that? It's just amazing. Well, you don't know what's in my head. I'm going, ow, ow, ow. Oh, this hurts. Ow, ow. The first unofficial Chico's vibe gig. We weren't really Chico's vibe yet. It was, we had lips. Um, oh, yeah. was the only the, the only horn player we had was Lips. Right. And Dom was and, on drums. And Doc Strong. Was Doc Strong? Yeah, Doc Strong again, was playing guitar. Oh, this Chico is Huff. super, super unofficial Chico's Chico vibe. Huff. We're down at the Ben Franklin. Chico Huff was playing? He was playing bass. We were at the Ben Franklin, and we were playing a wedding. So we threw this together. We had already decided we're, we're out of how We were going to form a thing. But I threw this quickly together. We get to that part, the piano part that you're just talking about. Yeah. In scenes from an Italian restaurant. And uh, what was that kid's name? Anyway, gets to that part and he grabs my microphone and goes, listen to this. <laughs> Gabby's awesome. You got to listen to this part. Gabby is awesome. I'm going, shut, shut the up. fuck up. <laughs> play the part. Well, I have to tell you, we played, we ended a set, I won't say the guy's name, but he used to be the maitre d' at a certain country club, and it was uh, the, the scenes from the Italian restaurant, and he goes, I got to tell you something, you're not the best. <laughs> and he goes, you're the best of the best, and everyone else going to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line. Yeah. I will tell you something, you, you're not the best, you guys are the best of the best. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we, Dennis, can we put that on the business card? <laughs> but scenes definitely, like, you know, we moved into Chico's Vibe, and I knew, like, that song's got to be part of the act. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always say it, like, I think Rosalita is, like, our most entertaining song because of you. Well, it's just because we're oh, idiots. You. Knuckleheads, <laughs> you know. Oh, you sing it well. You sing it great. That's Ed's like that's me. my theory on Rosalita. Dare to be stupid. That's <laughs> what I got. <laughs> well, you're down on your knee. You're pointing to Ed. Ed does that like backflip thing. You know, mm. people love it. But I think scenes from an Italian restaurant is our best song. I I agree. Um, I, I mean, I love Mac the Knife. I mean, I love big horn songs. But especially when the horn section comes back in after the middle part, like bam, mm -hmm. that's just yeah. uh -huh. blows me away.
Yeah, and I will say, I believe John Gephardt wrote the horn transcription of that part, too. I did. Works really did well for that's going job. all the way back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go way back. I just have to say one more scenes. We were playing at 23 East. It was me, Mike DeRose, you, and it was that that shout section at the end. And this, this woman was walking in right off the street at 23 East. You know, we're on that raised stage, yeah. you know. And she like just walking in and she looked like she was three sheets to the wind already, you know. I love it. And we hit her with that wall of sound. <laughs> and she looks up, she goes, Oh shit. Because we always used that. to kick it in at that part and we all started messing up because we all were <laughs> laughing. So we were like, Oh shit. I do one thing I I've, so many things I like about the song, but I also appreciate and I like how you appreciate it. And then at the very end of the song, I go down to this low C. And he's like, I love when you hit that low C. <laughs> <laughs> so, just silly yeah. stuff. John, but I have a little bad news about the song because I'm taking the harmony part away oh, from you. You gave me the harmony part. Yeah, no, I'm taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got some bad news, I love too. singing that harmony part. No matter, how, how, no matter how good we played it, that girl Villanova is like, are you going to do Keep It Shuffle when you guys go on break? <laughs> Why do you guys go on break? Her first question is, well, you know, we're going to do some songs for you today. Hey, when do you guys go on break? <laughs> you know what? People get mad when we don't do it. Oh, we at uh, Keenan's. Emma, had the, my I had the whole... daughter is like mad at me. Like, when are you going to do scenes from Dolly Restaurant? I said, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, it's... At, at Keenan's, the whole, I think they're all angry at me because... He didn't want to, <laughs> and we did it, and they were the happiest people in the world. So, what, I mean, people get mad if it, we don't do. It. And I think Geb, you still like doing it. It's just circum it's just timing a, and circumstances. Such that, a burden. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's, it's such like, responsibility. It's like for me, sweet Caroline, you know. <laughs> also, I say, if I was going out to see a band, I would never go see Chico's Vibe. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, we're trying to pitch the podcast and get sponsors. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Well, let's talk about our sponsors. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Because my great buddy, Stu Soli, from Soli's Normandy Tavern in Ardmore, he's Woo! one of our, I love our first sponsor. He's the very first sponsor. Wait, he's our second one because we had a... Uh, he's a great have? guy, too. You're right. But Stu Soli's one of my best friends. And tomorrow I'll be cutting a tree down with him. Wow! So, you know. wow. Now, Stu, I love you, man. You know that. And Soli's now the Normandy, which is you know all the armor people know it as. It's open from uh, Thursday to Sunday, and pretty soon you're going to see uh, Chico and the Judge and Parky doing another one of their Beatles things. Excellent. Maybe maybe October. So oh, fantastic! Start working on that, Parky. Okay, I didn't even know till now. But that's good. Two things. One, uh, if any other people would like to sponsor the Chico's Vibe podcast, you oh, can contact yeah. us at an email address that producer Matt will fill in at some point because we don't have the email address yet. We, can we get, <laughs> get, get, get Sally? We are accepting uh, additional sponsorships for the podcast at a reasonable rate uh, we, for our hundreds of listeners. Right. For the price of a cup of coffee a yep. day, you could sponsor a child if she goes by. You can put producer Matt through college. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what we need right at this time like what? in the arms of <laughs> yeah. the angel 
I got a couple of those kids. Ed Jakabowski's a doctor, oh, for but God for 69 sakes. cents a day, he could be a professor. And the second thing, our pod, many of our podcast listeners will want to know, speaking of uh, Stu's Normandy Tavern, is will there be a Festival of Lights yes. this December? Is, did, did Gabby know that prior to just knows now? It. Yeah, it's the only time Gabby plays at Stu's anymore. Did you do any other things? Besides Every time you try to get out, they so. pull you back in. There Every- could be... No festival of lights without Gabby. Let me just say that. You know if how many times I've retired? My... I know. <laughs> I've seen you officially retire. You're like Cher. She's had like five farewell tours. <laughs> People yeah. love that night. It's like it Stu's greatest night. night. You know, it covers them for the next two years. I'm bringing the bagpipes. I won't bring any other pipers because I don't uh, think Stu like that. I mean. I love that. Okay. <laughs> It's all Stu, though. Whatever Stu what, said. Yeah, like, I completely agree. I love Stu, so that's fine. Yes, yeah, so do I. He's a great man. He'll wait, you have more than so one. You have more than one piper in that small place. We had three pipers. Three pipers. And I, well, the challenge was two of us got there early and tuned. Uh huh. And then the third piper came and was not in tune. <laughs> oh. And that was and and then also the third piper had an idea. You know, we should do this one tune as a as a, a round. And so we tried to do a Christmas carol as a round in the bagpipes. And Monica's just looking at us like, what the hell is that? <laughs> my Monica? <laughs> yes! <laughs> it was that bad that Monica was like, oh, God. Maybe that's why Stu threw you out. <laughs> well, nothing <laughs> nothing says Christmas like bagpipes. That's right. So, I mean. <laughs> Wait, didn't, we have, didn't we have the horns in one year to do like Christmas brass? Yes. We well, did. There was one well, year. We did, we did a, I did a thing with, with you years. and the judge, too. Two horns. I did a. Well, you did one of the Beatles rubber albums. Soul. You, did, you did. Was it Rubber Soul? You did Revolver. Revolver. Because it was the one with the uh, Yellow Submarine. And mm-hmm. Which I, I must say, I was never invited to that. But you go ahead. Inv- Continue. What? Is he Continue. kidding me? No, I think the judge is too nervous to ask Gabby. I think he is too. Yeah. That's okay. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gabby, you should start drinking. <laughs> John, I've been hitting the Gatorade that was pretty good, good over here. I think here. you're right about that. About him being too nervous to, to Hey, ask Judge, are you listening? Are we done with scenes from, from an Italian restaurant? I think uh, we are. I don't know. I, I think so. I, get, okay. I, 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 I don't know. I completely lost <laughs> track of where we are and what we're doing. I love it. I love losing track and going off on tangents. So the last segment. Oh, last it's segment. the recurring segment. Uh, it's how we're going to end each podcast. Yeah. As we talked about last time, You know, we all have songs that we hear, that we have in our memories, that we like, that we would love to do. Chico's vibe. Sometimes we know we will never right. be able to do them. Nah. Chico's vibe, but songs songs that we like to play generally, Dennis, with horns. Because yeah. you know we we there was that deep purple controversy <laughs> last time, but it doesn't have to be with horns. Well, guess so, what? The first and, one I'm going to say tonight doesn't have horns either. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, but we all know like different things come up. You hear it could change yeah. week to week. What's yeah. on your mind for My- this week? What would you if you heard a song, you were like, "I we need to do this, and then you'll forget it. Well, this is a song I've been doing for 100 years, along with Gabby, along with Doc. And we did it, maybe as a band in Hoey, I forget, once for your sister-in-law. I would love to do American Pie as a band. I think it sounds great as a band. And people love that song. I know it's long. It's like 11 minutes or whatever. I, I love that song. Mm-hmm. You know, people just dig it, man. And I heard it on the radio the other day, and I said, well, I sh- we should be doing this. Gabby could add horns to it if he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think that's one we should be doing. Staying on the Billy Joel. Yeah. And there are a couple tunes. Like Vienna, I've, 
I oh, always love, love that song. If and we I did Vienna. would love to do that song my in the favorite band. Song. But one of the other ones that I always wanted to do, because it, it's really kind of, not to say it's easy to do, but it would be easy to put together is Honesty. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. But between those I, two. I, I, I thought you were going to say, because I heard you playing it the other day, Zanzibar. Well, Zanzibar. That way, I But that gets a little involved. But, yeah, it's, yeah, it's involved in. This weekend you had a different song, Gilbert Sullivan. Oh, oh my yeah. God! Alone again, naturally. Naturally. Oh my God! I love that, that song. That, me it's too. About a suicide. Yes. Yeah, but that's what like, I love about it. I was gonna say it's the most heartbreaking it's, song ever. But it's, but it's a, like, like very play, cheery. Play, yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. In, In a little while from now, now I'm not feeling any less sour. <laughs> yeah. Promise myself I relieve myself by going to a nearby, nearby tower. tower. <laughs> Promise myself to treat myself and visit a nearby, nearby tower. tower. Yes, he's gonna climbing to the top yes. to throw myself, throw myself off <laughs> in an effort to make it clear to who whether what it's like when you're standing left standing in the lurch. <laughs> All right, guys. Church now, people saying, "My God, God we that's actually tough. know that will never be played in Chico's vibe." So <laughs> I, I did like. I remember I cried when my father died, and, his, and my mother. God rest Nothing would you do hide yeah. my tears. Yeah. Listen, mother, God rest her soul. Why the only the man, man she, she had, had ever loved had been taken. taken. Yeah. What the hell? I'd stop these guys. <laughs> Yeah, no, no we're, we're you know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send an email out. We're gonna do that this weekend. <laughs> How about you? Might as well do honey then. And honey, uh, I miss you. That's another one. The chick song. dies. <laughs> Wait, you didn't mention that we did Tiffany's big hit last week. Yeah, <laughs> and then we say bye bye. We, we did. That was it was good to do the Tiffany yeah, song. Yeah, that was good. I would I would love to do Feeling Stronger Every Day by Chicago. Uh, oh, wait. Yes. Oh, song. Red yes. Man. I love that tune. Everything well from a trombone perspective, everything about that song is great. Oh yeah. The horn parts ba ba da ba da ba da ba. Yes. Oh, ah. awesome. So you like that, my idea? I do like. Well, I like everybody's idea. It was just one song, right? You know what? I, I there is one more I would throw in along the Chicago. Vein, yeah, which we did in Hoey, maybe once or twice. Question sixty-seven and sixty-eight. That's a great song. Yeah. It's a tough song, but it's a great song. Yeah. I say instead of that, we do. And when I die. Oh, oh that was a great. one I love that song, but yeah. it, what do you? Where do you do it? Yeah, you do it wherever and you want. You, and. It's, you guys, it's another song reminding people of their mortality, you know? So. <laughs> oh, it's true, but it's it's like in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> we do a death song set. We yes, get, we're we'll do that. Up-tempo death songs. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Doc used to do a dead guy set. What you was know, it? Elvis what? and whoever oh. died. We, but, you know. Oh, I thought it's no music. <laughs> People like, loved it. This is what a dead guy sounds like. <laughs> you guys like. going to do the dead <laughs> guy just, set? Just yeah, some, we're going to start off with Jim Morrison. Uh, Parky, what do you want to do? I, You know, well, they just released George Harrison, um, uh, All Things Must Pass. Yes. Uh, oh, and I love good. the song, All Things. Speaking of dead death songs, I love All Things Must Pass. And, and we did it at a judge Tim the game. Judge yeah. loves that song. It's a great song. But I, What Is Life is... Uh, oh! Oh shit! Uh, yeah. It's great, great horn rap. It's got oh, really nice horns tune. in it. Yeah. And thinking of what is life, I would like to do Beatles. She's in love with me, and I, I feel fine. I think the crowd would love that. I'd like to do "You Might Think" by the Cars and 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 add horns in it. 
You know, I know that song. You know that? Yes. Oh, we should totally do Wait, that. Wait, does Dennis know it? That's I know yeah. it. I actually know the cars. <laughs> but that uh that raps is close to, unless there's more. That's uh, I got so much more I could talk well, about. Well, we can save it for next month's. Podcast. No, I don't want to save. Oh, it. if we could, we do. Could we do a cover of the Asteroid Field from Empire Strikes Back? That's a really <laughs> good track. Well, anyway, thank you, producer Matt, once again, man. It was uh, you do a fantastic job. Yeah, man. I heard the last. I like when you add your stuff in, Matt, on, yeah. on the podcast. Your voice is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I did like really cool stuff. Really do. Yeah, and we're going to add potentially some Patreon uh, uh, capabilities going forward for uh, extra special events for our fans to do additional stuff. And the additional money will help us people uh, sending actually some money. pay producer Matt, who's doing a great job. Like it, could, it could, it could be like really dark. Like somebody might say, "Do." Brown eyed girl four times in a row just to watch what happens to Gabby. And we can set a we, <laughs> you know we, we can set a price level yeah. for that. Only hundred dollar per month sur- yeah. subscribers That's right. request. You know what would make Gabby's head just blow off his, What's that? his, his, his neck? I know, I know. Shout, Shout four times oh. in a row. <laughs> yeah. Cab, do it again. That would be it. Cab, do it again. Cab, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned it once. First of all, I love when Gabby gets a little bit mad at me on stage. I mean, I think it's great. You know, if I'm drinking or, you yeah, know, it's, it's great. If it's I totally say, like, great. I look over at him. I said this last time. I look over at Gab. Like when we need something to get, get people the crowd to, back. I'm yeah. like Gab. You shout, <laughs> folks. I'm putting my hands up in the air like shout. You know, I'm looking. I look at Gab. I go, Gab, do shout, and he just looks at me. <laughs> And that's when Ed Jakubowski always goes, Mom and Dad, Mom and are, dad fighting. are fighting. <laughs> Mom and Dad are fighting. Yeah. Somebody pick. Uh, I picked the first so- stories from the set list. Dennis picked the second. That doesn't necessarily rule him out. But preferably, Gabby or Ed, the next, our next podcast, we're going to have a oh, story, gotcha, stories from the gotcha. set list song. Right. So we've done silly love songs, scenes from an Italian restaurant. Hmm. Somebody pick. Pick one or two. How about Daydream Believer? Eh, that's All a good right. one. We get yeah. to talk about the monkeys. Throw Plus, I have there. a great Monkeys Beatles Pe- trivia question. People are, are so, people are so happy when we do those two tunes. Yeah. Oh, you right. really yeah. are. Really, you know. That's another one like when Gabby looks at me. Gab, do the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next month. Woo. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Woo. Yeah. Woo. feel bad because she's dead but <laughs> i mean i wish yoko was dead put a tag on that one i think that has to stay in there paul we're sorry we're very sorry paul first the bad news sap business ai won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI.